the Morphin Grid, connected all together, all life, across the multiverse. Good and evil, yin and yang. The grid calls for heroes and villains alike to fill the roles. Welcome to Universe 19, my fellow grid travelers. Greetings, Grid Travelers, and welcome to Universe 19. Today, the Power Rangers Sky Force is having a bit of a problem with the air quality in their city. General Golrick has sent a new monster down that is making everyone sick by its venomous toxin. Can the Rangers stop this monster? Will they find a way to cure the humans that become effective? Let's find out on today's episode of Power Rangers Sky Force. Earth's skies are threatened by an evil force of aliens bent on stealing all of our breathable air. Only one group can stand in their way and keep the air of Earth safe. They are the Power Rangers Sky Force. Chapter 6 A Mist of Vengeance Welcome, my listeners, to a new episode of See You to Hero. I'm your host, Billy, and I'm always joined by my brother, Jim. The only man that I know that thinks that more facial hair you have, the cuter you are. Don't you act if that's not true. Don't you dare. <laughs> Anyways, Jim, did you hear the weirdness that is coming out of Blessington today? That's where the power of your cyber force is, right? Yep, and that common Rider Kiva dude. No way. What's going on? It's way weird. There are all kinds of portals popping up and things that are going missing. Lucky for us, we don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. No, we just have an alien race that's trying to steal our air. You mean like... <laughs> you like mean... that alien race that came to in Independence Day? What the fuck Independence Day? <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Sarah walk through the Amarillo Farmer's Market. Sam is eating on a green apple as Sarah points out all the different kinds of foods and items at the market. Earth must have some amazing food growers, Sam says as she takes a big bite of the apple. Sarah giggles a little. <laughs> They're called farmers, hun. Oh, yeah, that's right, Sam says and blushes a little. Sam pushes a piece of Sarah's hair off of her face. You're so pretty when you smile. Now, it was Sarah's turn to blush. Aw, thank you. On the Akuma ship, General Gilrick paces back and forth, a grim look on his face. Vice Commander Boba stands at attention watching the General. Sir, you seem to be worried about something, but I don't know what you can be worried about. Gilrick glares at his Vice Commander. I am not worried. I am pissed. We have been on this backwater mud bowl for a week, and we have not obtained the KO-35 slave or taken any of this planet's precious air. 
Boba cringes back. General, it's the Power Rangers. They seem to be all over this planet, and the Sky Force seem to be able to stop every one of our monsters. Seema walks in, a look of sophistication on her face as she plops into the General's command chair. How dare you! Galric barks at her. Watch how you speak to my daughter. A booming voice comes from the main screen of the bridge. Galric's body stiffens as he turns and looks at the screen. Boba drops to his knees and bows to the screen. On the enormous screen, a striking image materializes. A man of formidable pressure sits upon a magnificent throne. Clad in bone-like armor, he exudes an aura of darkness and malevolence. The man's chest plate is particularly striking, featuring a mouth-like design, with menacing fangs hanging over the shoulders. The helmet he wore boasts large, jagged horns on either side, with a single horn jets prominently from the middle of his forehead. The helmet effectively conceals his piercing red eyes, adding an aura of mystery to his visage. Grasped in his hand is a trident-like staff, emitting an airy energy that crackles with power. Its wicked prongs and darkened metal hints at the destructive force this man wields. As the man in bone-like armor sits up on his throne, his pressure alone sends shivers down the spines of those who behold him. My lord, King Armagon, Golrik says, bowing his head. Golrik, I am very unpleased, Armagon states. My king, I am doing all I can. I give you my word. Golrik pleads. Seema snickers and Golrik glares at her. My beloved daughter has told me all of your failures, Armagon states. Golrik drops to one knee, bowing even lower. Please, my king, I will not fail again. I am putting Sima in charge. You will take orders from her, and she will report everything back to me. Armagon orders, and the screen goes dark. Sima sits up in the chair with an evil smile on her face. You will address me as princess from now on. Is that understood? Gorik and Boba just nod. Sorry, I can't seem to hear you, she says. Yes, princess, Gorik says with clenched teeth. Good. Now we are changing our plan of attack from here on out. I want the Power Rangers dead, she orders. But what of the air? Bulba asks. Seema undoes her whip and strikes him with it. As he calls out in pain, she says, I told you what the plan is, and my father agrees with me. Golric, send a monster to the city. I wanted to attack the population till the Rangers show up. Then, it is to kill the Rangers. As you wish, Princess. Gorik stands and walks off the bridge. You looking for that one special toy? You're looking to find that party collection that you can't find anywhere else? You want to come on down to Finster's Figures. He got everything. Anything you're going to want, he can probably find it. If you're looking for that Zap Megazord, the, or you're looking but for that one Megazord that you watch. just can't find the dragon part for, Finster's you go down to Finster Figures. If you need to have those classic collection that Sam got of those 1998 walkie-talkies, you go to Finster Figures. He got them in stock. And if he doesn't get them in stock, he can find them for you. If you can't find them for you, he's going to go and steal them from Sam. That again is Finster Figures on 4th and 35th Street.
Rangers receive an urgent alert from the sky base. Venomore, the fearsome monster created by General Gorick, was on a rampage in a heavily populated area. The toxic mist emanating from Venomore's body was corroding buildings and weakening the residents. Okay, team, it's time to fly, Jim shouts. Hawk! Jim yells, pressing the bird-shaped button on his cross-changer. Condor! Ben shouts, pressing his button. Swallow! Sam yells, pressing hers. Owl! Ben shouts, pressing his. Swan! Sarah shouts, pressing hers. As each ranger finishes their callouts, their cross-changers begin to glow with a colored light that matches their ranger's suit. At the ranger's feet, there is a burst of energy that emits from the ground, enveloping the rangers. The energy forms a column around each ranger, creating their ranger's suit. Power Rangers Sky Force, ready for action, Red Ranger declares. As the Rangers arrived in the city, they witnessed the destructive effects of Venomore's venomous influence. Structures are cumbering and people are stumbling, their strength fading. The team knew they had to act swiftly to protect the innocent lives at stake. We need to confront Venomore head on and neutralize his venomous mist. Let's go, team, Red Ranger says. The Rangers engage in a fierce battle with Venomore. Their suits shimmering with power, Venomore's massive form lunged at them, claws extended, and venom dripping from its fangs. The Rangers fought with passion and determination, trying to push back the monster's relentless assault. But Venomore proved to be a formidable adversary. The toxic mist it released weakened the Rangers, sapping their energy with every breath. Realizing the dire situation, the Blue Ranger called for a strategic retreat. I agree. We need to regroup and find a way to counteract Venomore's venom, Pink Ranger shouted, her voice determined. The Rangers retreated to a safe distance, assessing their options. They knew that they couldn't let Venomore's rampage continue, endangering more lives. The Rangers returned to the Skybase to come up with a new plan to battle Venomore's mist. Hey, hey, um, listeners, have you ever been like locked out of your house and um can't get in your car? You left your um keys in your car and you don't know who to call, um, just give a call to Gosei's Key Cloners. Gosei Clean Cloners really helped me out of a real quick bind with my keys locked in my car. Gosei Clean Cloners saved my marriage. Without them, I would be out on the streets. Well, we were talking about unlocking things. I didn't think it was going to... Now, remember, guys, if, like, you are locked out of anywhere that needs a specialized key, like, um, any kind of house or car or, um, command center keys, lot, you know, if you're more for needs a key, then I always look up Go Saves Key Cloners. You can reach them at 555-III-1982.
Technical Sergeant Matt Summers and Major Sarah Mormont, utilizing their experiences and knowledges, join forces to develop an antidote to counteract Venomore's mist. Understanding the urgency of the situation, they collaborated in the Skybase's high-tech laboratory, determined to find a solution that would save the city from the devastating effects of the toxic mist. Matt, skilled in technology and a gifted scientist, analyzed samples of the venomous mist, while Sarah, with her extensive medical background, examined the impact on the human body. They worked tirelessly, studying the venom's composition, its effects, and potential ways to neutralize it. After hours of research, experiment, and collaboration, a breakthrough came. Matt discovered a rare compound that exhibited promising properties for neutralizing the toxic mist. This compound, combined with Sarah's nanobots, could be administered to those affected, effectively neutralizing the venom and restoring their strength. Excited for their findings, Matt and Sarah presented their antidote proposal to the rest of the rangers. That's amazing work, guys, Ben says. Um, General, we have a big problem, Lieutenant Dinah says, looking out on the city from her cockpit of the sky base. What is it, Lieutenant? The general asks. She just points out the window. When everyone looked, they see that Venomar has grown to enormous size. Yep, that is a big problem, Billy Snickers. Matt, can you make us a weapon of some kind that can use what you and Sarah found? Jim asks as all the rangers pick up their helmets. Yes, I think I can, but I will need a few minutes, Matt answers. Okay, team, we need to keep Venomar busy, Jim orders. Zord time? Billy asks, a little too giddy. Zord time, Jim nods. Technical sergeant, call up the launch base, the general orders. Matt nods and types a bit on his computer, and five tubes rise up from the floor. Rangers, launch! The five rangers nod and run into each of their tubes. The sky zords merge together, forming the colossal sky megazord. The Megazord engages Venomore, the ground shaking with each clash. Its mighty fists strike the monster with precision, while its agile movements avoid Venomore's venomous strikes. We need to find a way to hold off Venomore, Pink Ranger declares. Let's combine the Megazord's energy to create a barrier that can hold him off. Blue Ranger states a tone of affection in her voice as she looks at the Pink Ranger. The Rangers channeled all of the Megazord's energy, creating a barrier that pushed back Venomore. Rangers! Incoming! Matt says over the intercom as a missile flies right at Venomore. The Megazord disengages from Venomore and jumps back and out of the way. Venomore cries out in pain as the missile hits him. The monster drops to one knee as the nanobots invade its body. Let's finish this, Red Ranger shouts as the Sky Megazord formed its powerful sword. With a final blow, the Sky Megazord strikes Venomore. The monster roars in defeat as its body disappears into a dark mist, leaving the city cleansed of its toxic influence. With the battle won, the Rangers quickly turned their attention to the affected citizens. They worked tirelessly distributing the antidote that Sarah and Matt came up with. As the sun sets on the city, the last of the civilians were released from the hospital with a clean bill of health. Sarah walks out of the hospital and lets out a heavy sigh. Not a bad day's work, huh? Sam says, walking up next to Sarah. What? Huh? Oh, yeah, you did a good job today, Sarah says. No, 
beautiful. I was talking about you. You are amazing in there. You and Matt did some amazing work. I am so honored to have a friend like you. Sarah closes her eyes. Maybe more than a friend? Sam smiles huge and kisses Sarah passionately on the lips. Yeah, I think we can do that. Hi, I'm David Jost, the original Mighty Morphin Blue Power Ranger, and you're listening to Power Rangers 19. This podcast is a production of the Three Ranger Bros Studios, in association with CO to Hero the Podcast. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that story. Just a reminder that all my fan fictions are just that, fan fictions, and do not mean to infringe on any copyright from the mainstream continuity that it's from. Now, I'd like to take the time to thank my supporters from the Zero to Hero Network. Jim and Billy, the Vulcan Skull of Podcasting, over on the main podcast, Zero to Hero. Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, on Nerds Through Comics. My Parabatai and Dare Friend, Ty Tiger, of Tiger Tales on YouTube. Jacob a.k.a. the Iron Avenger 52 on TikTok and YouTube, Clayton with Neon Lights on YouTube, Ben the Baker Ranger, Sam, a.k.a. XX Rebel Ranger XX, TN underscore Ranger, and our good friend, Tony. I would also like to thank a few friends of the Z2H Network, Casey from Mighty Morphin Conspiracy Theories, Justin, a.k.a. A-Crown, Johnson of Western Strike, Rob, aka Lightning Collector 2021, James, better known as Beauty underscore Baba Yaga, Justin the Green Spartan Ranger, JP the creator of Power Rangers Digital Beast, and Michael and Nathan of The Power Trip. Everyone I just named it has been a huge supporter to me and my podcast, and if you can go give them a follow. It would mean the world to me. Thanks a lot. Until next time, guys. Later days. And let the power protect you.